0: This is the Raider Cop Nation podcast. With your host, Alpha Mike, and our roster of co-hosts, we patrol America's law enforcement beat. We invite you today on a ride-along. Now, here's your weekly briefing on Raider Cop Nation. Once again, transmitting high atop of Florida's peninsula at 108 feet. This is Alpha Mike, and you are listening to episode 106. The topic today, mass shootings. More and more, it's occurring all around the country, and people need to be prepared. Whether they have a gun or not, they have to, in today's society, be ready for the event. My co host with me today is going to be Kilo Sierra. After a long hiatus, our Raider Cop Nation co hosts are with us, and we are super glad to have them back. But before we get to that, it's time for the word of the week. He restores my soul. He leads me in the path of righteousness for his namesake. Psalms 23, three, And as always, the scripture provides us leadership, guidance, comforting, nurturing, salvation, healing. You name it, best business plan there is on the planet, best law that has ever been created. The scripture, anything that you're looking for in life is located there. And speaking of that, we know that you want to get in contact with us. And how do you do that? Well, you go to rateacompnation.com. There you can scroll down, look at our icons, and there you will reach us on social networking. And you can contact us and, of course, our ratings or our downloads that's how you kind of evaluate a podcast, are going up. The Wise Guys series that we recently did had a very favorable rating for us. People like a good mob story. And of course, we're not trying to highlight gangster life as being favorable because one thing that you will notice in the Wise guy series, they all have a horrible ending. And, but I want to talk to you about a good beginning. Recently, as of this uh, past weekend, I had the pleasure of witnessing the Wonder Woman wedding. That's three W's right there in itself in Naples, Florida, beautiful beach setting. And I can honestly say it was a tremendous event. So the Raider Cop Nation's Wonder Woman has gotten hitched with Captain America. And we have the photographs to prove it. And just to let you a kind of glimpse of what it looked like, I will post a little photograph on the show notes. And, of course, you can see it on RaiderCopNation.com. On, on the website itself, we will post Wonder Woman getting hitched with Captain America. The question always remains, where is Sparky or Vinny Boombats, which is the manager? He's been missing as of late. But never mind you, because they are now not one. Separate entity, but two. And we're glad to, that we had the opportunity of going and being there. Um, we got a lot going on in the month of October. And uh, as well as November is being developed, that looks pretty good for us as far as uh, content. As you know, we had gone the summer solo giving our co-hosts some time off. And our co-host that we have today, Kilo Sierra, will give you a little update on how busy he has been this coming summer. But uh, our lineup after this show for the month of October, we will feature episode 107, short stocking for home defense, also with Kilo Sierra, I'll talk a little bit about uh, you know people like shotguns for home defense. Now that argument in itself can really make your mind get crazy because some people will get out of control with the weapon of choice, but some people do prefer a shotgun. Depending the uh, the gauge they want to shoot and the length of the shotgun itself, but this is a, a tactical type of training that will most certainly help you. So we're going to discuss that and the importance of training when it comes to uh, the October 2nd show, 107 Short Stocking, or as, as better said, Tactical Shotgun Training. October 9th, we get to sit. We get to stand, excuse me, we get to stand on the yellow footprints with Mike Sierra. And we will discuss how it not only trained the body, trained the mind, and developed character. Only 1% of Americans have stepped on those yellow footprints and become a United States Marine. And we'll... And we are honored to have Mike Sierra with us, which is part of that 1% group that did it. And October 16th, the club. You know, there's a lot of associations out there in law enforcement, professional ones and social ones. We're going to have the cop come on and we're going to talk about the importance of these associations. Are they a thing of the past? Which one are they? October 23rd, uh, I will be doing a show on situational awareness. And October 30th, Trick or Die, episode 111 with the cop. Of course, uh, trick or treat, which will be Halloween. For a lot of people, they think it's just a harmless little holiday that is celebrated. But astronomically, children and Young adults disappear more than ever during that time frame. Uh, The cop will come on and discuss with us how to protect your loved ones and make sure that uh, they return home safely. need to keep your guard up around that time, and um, the statistics are there to prove that. So October lines up to be a very busy month uh, with five shows. Uh, Because if you notice that October is a long month. So October 2nd, 9th, 16th, 23rd, and the 30th. So we're jumping ahead of the game. We've got a lot of the interviews uh, on there. And we are going to now, without any further ado, we've already told you that today is mass shooting episode 106 with Kilo Sierra. So... You've been waiting for him all summer, and I'm going to tell you what he's been doing. Let's get the clowns ready. Gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, welcome to the main event. From a compassionate animal activist to one of the best memes they are on Facebook, walking the red carpet at the MTA MTV Awards, and, of course, detailed investigation that revealed that Bert and Ernie on Sesame Street were actually organized crime figures. And after a long hiatus, jet-setting around the country, learning and teaching, we are uh, privileged to have Kilo Sierra back on the set. Welcome back, buddy.
1: Thank you, sir. Thank you for that beautiful introduction. I really appreciate it.
0: Now, the last time you were here, you were off down to Palm Beach to get trained. Yes. And uh, so we, we need a little highlights on that. And just prior, we're interrupting you because you're in the middle of a travel because you're headed towards Massachusetts for some more training. So tell us a little bit about that.
1: Sure. Uh, I was in ILF in West Palm Beach in May, and I was... um, I took some training because, well, you know, you have to – uh, for me, I'm an instructor, which means I'm a perpetual student.
0: Yeah, I love that. Uh, I love that when you say that, yes. Oh, thank
1: you. Thank you. And it's, it, for me, it, I live by that. And that's why I love going to training. So when I left me, I took a, a point shooting class, which was absolutely phenomenal. It uh, opened my eyes to tactics that were uh, different, and that, that I really, really appreciate that. So it was a master instructor by the name of Matt Temkin. And um, so he was impressed with my skills, and then he subsequently took my class uh, that week, and uh, he really enjoyed my class. So now we're working together.
0: Excellent. And,
1: uh, oh, wonderful! I also took an active, um, a civilian active shooter instructor uh, training, uh, sort of a class, talked about active shooting, and um, it was it's just a wonderful experience. And as you indicated, um, I'm actually going to Massachusetts to the. Uh, it's called the. Massachusetts Law Enforcement Firearms Instructors and Armors Association. And I'm on my way up there to teach with my friend, my new friend, Matt Temkin. I'm going to help him teach his point shooting class. And subsequently, I'm going to teach the same class that I taught at ILFE, which is the off-duty law enforcement officer. So I'm really looking forward to this venue because it's new to me. And I'm also – because what I'm going to do eventually is uh, I'm being uh, taught uh, by my sensei, uh, Matt Temkin, but uh, point shooting, and I'll eventually want to incorporate that into a new curriculum on my end.
0: Right. And and, and one thing I like about Kilo Sierra, that he uh, always humbles himself and wants to become a student, not necessarily the teacher. And that, Correct. You and today, to you don't to. really see that. So you have to. You said it. You said it. Today we're going to talk a little bit about mass shooting. And we know that there's a lot of incidents that have occurred. Walmart, uh, one of the recent ones. And there's a lot of uh, civilians out there that are really not mentally prepared to how, before they leave their house, what condition they should be in Mm -hmm. and what set of mind, what type of mindset they should have. Tell us a little bit about your take on these mass shootings and the condition that people should be in?
1: Sure. Increased significantly our level of situational awareness. For example, in uh, 2018, uh, 16 out of the 27 sh- uh, shootings occurred in places of commerce. Uh, seven of those inclu- uh, included were occurred in business environments. So a 60% a lot of, of, of these mass shootings, and that's just for one year. But I've seen the, the statistics, and they're pretty common. They're pretty close. Are in open public areas. So, so, so um, that's when. Uh, and what happens if we go to a shopping mall? We go to a Walmart. We go to a movie theater. Uh, that is for, for not, not all of us, obviously, especially not law enforcement, retired law enforcement. But for the general public in general, that's when most of us tend to let our guard down. Um, And and that's something that we have to increase our situational awareness. So if we are allowed uh, to to carry, whether we're law enforcement, retired law enforcement, concealed carry permit, CCW holders in the states and whatever it is, it is incumbent on us, in my personal opinion. Uh, if you are authorized to have a firearm on your person, then you should. And and not only that, you should – uh, the responsibility, a huge responsibility comes with that. So it's the person's responsibility to train.
0: Right.
1: To train constantly. Yeah.
0: Constantly. And that person that's carrying that weapon has to know that th- – they have to answer their own question. Why am I carrying the weapon? The exactly.
1: Booth? Exactly. Because. And if it's to protect
0: yeah. others, then you got to be prepared. Because
1: um, I, I, um, the Bulletproof Mind, it's a book by Lieutenant Colonel Dave Grossman. Phenomenal speaker. Phenomenal author. His readings are mandatory readings still for many agencies. He mentioned the fact, and actually used a, a portion of, his, of of his class and my class, um, that can you imagine how psychologically de- psychologically detrimental it would be if, let's say, you had the authority to have a weapon on you because you have a permit of whatever circumstance, and you just don't, and something happens to your family member?
0: it yeah, would be horrible. Right. Horrible.
1: So he made that point in, in the bulletproof mind, and, uh, and, uh, and that's something that, that I, I literally played that segment it's about five minutes uh, in every one of my classes to, to hit home. Because I teach the off duty law enforcement officer, but which but that class can also apply to anyone who has a CCW par- parts of it. And I I, 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 I I hit that home. I said, Look, if you are authorized to, that's fantastic. But it's because if the day you don't, it's if you nah, I don't feel like taking it. Can you imagine if something happens that day? Can you imagine?
0: So you're horrible. How can you live with yourself after that knowing you had the means?
1: Exactly, exactly, right, right. And and and, and, and it's a and it's an unfortunate dynamic that exists today it, it's a, yes. it's it's what we what i call it's an unfortunate necessity um where, yeah. where you have to train uh, you know you hope for the best and prepare for the worst and i know it's an old axiom but it, it's train 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 because whatever you do um on the range you're going to do under stress you're going to digress to your training so that's why range mm-hmm. habits are key Things that are, are silly or are, are, are redundant, that, like, for example, if you shoot a revolver, opening the cylinder and manually trying to catch the empty brass and putting it nicely, no, you have no time for that nonsense. You have no time for that that's nonsense. Nice. Or uh, grabbing empty magazines and putting them in your pocket, you have no time for that nonsense. Uh, so that's why I'm just stating these things because it's all part of the, uh, your empirical process of preparing for an active shooter because it, it's an unfortunate problem that, that's prolific in this country.
0: Yes. Now, also, you you've got to get your family into the training aspect as as well because when if the event goes down, you of course you're going to safeguard your family, of course, and, and then you're going to change. You're going to change your attention towards a shooter, and the, at that point, you're going to black everything out and focus on your target. Right. right. So right. your your family has to be a part of almost that definitely.
1: What I do. And as what I teach a part of my officer class, um, a, a, a suggestion that I, I have is that with your family, indoctrinate them in this training in the sense that have some type of code word or a code phrase that they know if they hear that, it could be under any circumstance. It could be eating in a McDonald's halfway through their meal. If they hear that, whatever phrase that you, you choose ahead of time, they know to get out and call the police um yeah. and and you know and i go over that you know what to tell the police and especially if they call the police on your behalf or my husband or my wife or whatever is off duty law enforcement officer or permit carrier and they might be involved in an active shooting situation so tell them obviously the police the, your name but most importantly what you are wearing yes so that when the, when the exactly. police show up they know pretty much they have an idea i mean it's still going to be a stressful situation but at least you know, they have an idea of who made the phone call, what party made the phone call, and what you're wearing. So those are things that, that I go over. But, like I said, this is just part of a you ha- one must be proactive in this. Yeah. One must yeah. be proactive in this because it's it's prolific, unfortunately.
0: Now, a lot of common mistakes for civilians would be um, what should they do in this in the in the issue of a mass shooting, what is covered? Okay. what is concealment? Okay. Uh, what direction should I well, go? Well, covering concealment is
1: huge. People need to remember, and I teach this as veteran officers too, as a reminder, covering concealment is huge. I mean, co- <laughs> as a reminder for some people, cover uh, indicates that whatever you're hiding behind, or was covering your, your profile, or was covering your body, is also uh, efficient at stopping incoming rounds. Uh, it does both. It hides you and it, and, and it, and it covers you uh, physically. However, concealment... Uh, only conceals you, but it doesn't necessarily is not necessarily necessarily uh, effective at stopping incoming rounds. And these are things right. that, as part of your training, as part of your situational awareness, if let's say you go to the same shopping malls, you go to the similar restaurants, and you 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 go to the similar areas, it, it's incumbent on you, the permit holder. To 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 know okay well, every, when I when I go to this McDonald's or when I go to this mall, I know that the wall behind that restaurant or the pillar by this by this store that tends that looks like it's bulletproof or it might not be a good cover, but I can hide behind it. And also, uh, I also talk about the best quick cover is the engine block of a car. Also, so. So yes. and yes. as a joke, Brighton. I tell people as a joke to make people laugh that remember if you hide behind an old Volkswagen Beetle, the engine's in the back, okay? <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> it's in the back.
0: Don't yeah. make the mistake and go to the exactly. front.
1: <laughs> but
0: that's a good one. A a, a a little firearms oh, the humor, <laughs> folks. Don't don't take it don't take it personally.
1: So these are things that, once again, it's, it's it's all pertaining to situational awareness or being aware of your environment. So I know whatever malls I go to, I and you're not being paranoid, you're just being proactive, and, and you're just assessing. Okay, yeah. well I have cars here, but if I'm stuck out in the middle of a parking lot or up in front of the mall entrance or whatever I am. I know that this brick facade or this brick wall could possibly be potentially a uh, cover. So, but these are things that you should assess um, every time I do security work. I do everything. I do training. I do security work. I do PI work. Um, when I do security work, I that's one of the first things I do at any new job site, any new detail. Assess. Okay. Well, if I have to discharge my firearm, where am I going to discharge it from? I have to take cover. What's concealment? So I purposefully before anything bad happens. Uh, assess my situation you can't wing it but you can't do it at them at that moment in time when when something hits the fan mm-hmm.
0: yeah i agree you gotta you gotta know the plan you gotta carry it out and training is, yes. is paramount because what you do in training is what you'll do in actual situation so train train and train mm-hmm. again like you said mm-hmm. is a must and what i suggest to
1: must. people too is that if let's say you, for some reason, do not have uh, time to go to the range consistently, or if your range does not allow, like whatever, what I call unconventional positions, yeah. then you can have an alternative, it's like airsoft. Um, and, and because, because what you're doing is, in my opinion, you, you wanna train your body to react to certain, way. it's like martial arts. You're training your, your body and your mind to react in a certain way, to index a certain way under stress. As, uh, and, and that's the important thing and that could effectively be done without a dry fire which takes of course extra levels of security a uh, precaution or it can even be done with airsoft you know yes.
0: yeah. yeah and, and, and you want to put some um, some vigor in that training if you're doing dry fire for example I've seen people uh, practice and, and do dry fire and they're casual standing upright you know, you're supposed to be training in a very stressful situation, so your body should be in that position. So let's say you're walking through a Walmart, eh, casual-looking shopping, and all of a sudden you hear a huge explosion. Your body is going to react to the explosion by defending itself, and mostly what that means is your body, your head's going to start pointing downwards. You don't know what's going on. So you want to kind of throw that into your training exactly as well exactly
1: and, and it's and, funny yeah. you mentioned that because that's part of the point shooting class that I'm, I'm learning now is that what makes certain techniques effective is if if you follow through or incorporate training with what your, your body will naturally do and 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 yes. that's something and and i'm being very frank that's something relatively new to me where that's why i love being a student I, I'm like, well, that is so and that's what Matt uh, Matthew Temkin was uh, training me and that, and that that's why I'm now taking it at, at that angle in which he's teaching me how to react to a situation to incorporate what's physiologically and psychologically your body's going to do anyway.
0: Excellent point and an excellent training, by the way, because uh, that's the way you should be training. Yeah, oh, not no. in that casual, relaxed, oh, looking <laughs> at yourself in the mirror, <laughs> because no, that's not, not going to work that way. So. <laughs> no. Yeah. Excellent point. And, and a lot of the training sessions that Kilo Sierra is talking about, we'll we'll kind of throw those down in the show notes so you guys can sure. uh, make reference to them. Now, now, what's your opinion on these mass shootings? I, I look back and I say, well, wait a minute. We didn't have these mass shootings, let's say, 10 years ago, Correct. 15 years ago, 20 well, years ago. Well, this is my personal Why opinion
1: now? on this for being an active shooter instructor on both civilian and law enforcement side. Now, we've always had individuals that have wanted to uh, conduct act- active shootings, mass killings. That doesn't change. will never change. Uh, we've always had those types of personalities, those type of individuals, though, maybe even those type of groups per se. Uh, They've always existed. However, in my personal opinion, it's become much more prolific. Not that necessarily people change, because uh, as you and I well know, uh, especially if you have teenagers, you have to tell you have to teacher teenagers, yeah, yeah. Things aren't different now, you know, son or daughter. Uh, pe- people are the same no matter what. That's why we can relate to uh, uh, biblical stories, or that's why we can relate to Shakespeare, and that's how we can relate. So personalities and people do not change. Values do, but people don't. So my personal opinion is that the reason of this proliferation is that these individuals that have these homicidal tendencies whether they have a mental illness whether it's a racist rant whether it's a political rant whatever platform that they're utilizing now with social media these individuals can find and maybe even create peer groups that have the same ideology the same mentality the same frustrations that they do so now these unfortunately these people have a pulpit and they have a a, you know listeners so with a pulpit and with listeners, in my personal opinion that, you know, whatever racist rant or rant, whatever it is, the, a political rant, there are other people egging them on. Yeah, yeah, we need to do that. Yeah, yeah, you know, we need, to do, we need to set a point. We need to prove the government does this or people do this or Hispanics do this or whatever it is, whatever their agenda is. And they carry that out because a lot of these individuals, they they just want that they want that response. Now they have an audience. Yeah. Right, yeah. An exact, audience. an immediate audience. Look at that shooting in the, that horrific shooting in New Zealand, for example. Um, that individual took it so far as to put yeah. it on, film it on his GoPro. Why would he do that? Why yeah. would he do that? Because he wants other people to see it. So not only does he want his yeah. peers that are as twisted and demented as he is, to see it, but he wants the world to show in this twisted mentality. People like that, they want the world to suffer the same pain. And now they can because of the proliferation of social media. So, so it it's, it, I mean, social media, I think, in my opinion, it, it doesn't necessarily create these individuals, but it gives them an audience. And, and that's what yeah, these it gives them the sick people, can. many of them, want. That's that's all they've wanted. That's never changed. They want an audience. That's why they're doing this because they want to inflict pain for whatever reason, whether political, whether it's, uh, socioeconomic, whatever. But you know, yeah,
0: they yeah, didn't exactly. Get it when so now it's exacerbated,
1: room. where it was. <laughs> with social media, adding fuel to that paranoia. And, you know, and, and now everyone can right. pay attention. Now they can, they can, they can make a point internationally. Because, like with bullying, for example, when you and I were growing up, the only bullies we had to worry about for the most part was in our schools, and we had to deal with it in our schools. But now, right. uh, now 2019, that poor kid is being bullied. Now that person can bully them at an international level. So exactly. that's the, so exactly. that is, in my opinion, the catalyst. Is a, a, a social media in regards to these individuals that are criminal or sociopathic um, uh, behavior, and, and that's that's a huge problem.
0: Excellent point. Uh, the The difference is the, the even though the the other ones have their own fantasy, they won't carry it out because they know right. the difference between right and wrong. And the, the psychopathic one, he is going to carry, or she is going to carry Correct. it out. Yeah, which is scary is. in today's society. It's So it's giving us a little bit more of these mass shootings. And then the media,
1: they uh,
0: kind of the, exactly. make them celebrities, too, by repeating exactly. the name over and over. Uh, there's them.
1: so many mass shootings now yeah. that there, there's actually different verbiage and terminologies emanating from these incidences. Um, like, for example, there's a new term, because I, I do a lot of active shooting training and I do a lot of seminars, called high-rise active shooter. That's a, new, a phenomenon that is being studied now. Now, if you hear okay. that, you assume that, oh, that's the individual that goes up to the, you know, 37th floor in Vegas and shoots outside. He's purchased himself or herself outside of a window and shoots outside. Actually not. Nah. That, that doesn't happen as often as you think, where high-rise active shooter means the individual mm-hmm. goes in the building a high-rise and shoots inside the building. But, but they actually have to quantify that in a term. I'm just trying to illustrate a point where these, these situations are so prolific now that little by little, I'm not sure if sociologists or, 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 or law enforcement community are coming up with these terms to quantify these different occurrences so they can be studied and we can, we can react to them. But, but that, that's the level of urgency that, that exists with these active shooting incidents.
0: Yeah, I'm, I'm hoping that our FBI really start uh, getting into the behavioral mm-hmm. aspect of all these shooters, breaking it down as far as why mm-hmm. they're shooting, mm-hmm. where they're shooting, if they're mm-hmm. on any psychotropic mm-hmm. medications, what are the effects of these medications. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. Exactly, and,
1: and, we, and we have to be diligent because it's – unfortunately, these incidences have so many variables uh, – uh, mental illness, sociopathic behavior, violent behavior What, what uh, in the case of a workplace shooting, many incidences occur with that individual that was either fired or has a grievance with, with human resources. There's just so many factors that have to be looked into um, you know. and unfo- unfortunately, yeah. I wish this was not the truth, but unfortunately it's not going to go away No,
0: I think this is mm-hmm. just the beginning of Oh, of course, the it's the awful. It's awful. But, but
1: like I said, this training that we talked, we've talked about the diligence, the, it's an unfortunate necessity.
0: Yeah. And even uh, oh, the gun control so... activists. Imagine Forget. a society with no guns, we, we, but the be, bad guy does have a gun.
1: Yeah. yeah. Like, like the um, bulletproof bond, um, like Dave Grossman, he talked about sheep and sheepdogs. The people like you and I are sheepdogs. You know, we, yeah. we protect the flock. We protect people, mm-hmm. um, but the sheeps are individuals that just go around and they don't. You know they're oblivious. And so and, and and no, that's the problem. If you disarm society, we're going to become sheeps. You yeah.
0: know. We have been uh, we have been honored today to have Carlos <laughs> back in the saddle on Radar Cop Nation, and we know you're pressed for time. You're headed to Massachusetts to yes. grow in knowledge and. Uh, Again, I will post on the show notes uh, for people to uh, some of the training that yes. uh, Kilo Sierra was talking about, so you can reference it and people can Yeah, new curriculum can part too. of soon. Yeah, new curriculum There's coming always soon. My I'm gonna, friend. Like
1: I said, uh, I'm gonna, by next year, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to create a, a point shooting class. It's going to be awesome.
0: Um, we're looking forward to it, and, of course, you can mm-hmm. always get your general knowledge mm-hmm. here with Kilo Sierra. You know, I've always said, you don't tune in to rate Cobb Nation. Just sit there and go ahead and get it. That's Here, fair. you're going to learn something. So, my friend, I thank you for taking out your time and your schedule. I know you're headed towards Massachusetts. Be safe when you get out there and hurry back. Oh, thank you very much. More I knowledge. look
1: forward to um, uh, talking about when I come back, uh, my experiences there and bringing some more knowledge to everyone. I'm look, looking so looking forward to this. <music>
0: sure am happy and glad to have kilo sierra back with us wealth of information and the Audience is always enriched by his knowledge and wisdom. Of course, we will continue with the show on the closing remarks of the program. I just, before we get to the closing remarks, just to mention, I did mention earlier the October schedule, and this is kind of like the tentative schedule for November. Of course, if you know your follower of Radio Cop Nation towards the Christmas season or the holiday season, we kind of spell out our programming. Ratings kind of go down during that, you know, family time and all that. We understand. So we want to spell out the uh, programming for you. November 6th, episode 112, Shady Slim Sharpton. And the new protocol. November 13th, episode 113, CBD. And we will have uh, Mike Sierra back talking about medical marijuana and uh, what he's doing on the America's Few outlet. November 20th, episode 114, back to the Wise Guys series. We will venture into the the Lucchese crime family and then after that we get into the thanksgiving probably have a thanksgiving episode giving thanks to god and roll into december now it's time for the closing remarks My one question that is constantly read over and over in my mind is, why, such a time as this, do we have so many mass shootings? If you go back 10 years or 15 years ago, you really did not see that amount of mass shootings. We were not exposed as a society by the nightly news terrorizing us as viewers about mass shootings. We did have social networking, Instagram and Twitter and Facebook to constantly remind us and give us fear of what is before us in these mass shootings. Kilo Sierra and his ultimate wisdom brought uh, to light the fact that a lot of these individuals that are psychopathic, in their nature, have the ability now to have an audience on social networking that also think similar than they do. Of course, we know the difference between sane and insane is that the sane, maybe they feel the same as the shooter, but they won't carry out the act because they know it's wrong or they'll go to jail, prison, or die where the insane has no filter, and they will carry out this horrifying act. Today, it becomes more and more difficult for families to enjoy a social setting anywhere. Now, the media constantly tells us that mass shootings are, in this country are one of the highest in the country. But we know that some of those investigations and statistics have been floored. The media, the left, is in an all-out assault. doesn't matter whether the data supports it or not. They're just creating the narrative, similar to what they did with the Russian narrative. Remember that? The American public fooled for two years about a caper that never happened. And they're still trying to create one this is an emotional subject because innocent people died there is no easy solution but i can't tell you that i feel that giving up my individual weapon is foolishness because my weapon is what it's what defines me in safeguarding my family and my sanity for the protection of my family. where the insane would love nothing more than to me not having the ability to defend myself or my family. No, folks, the Second Amendment was placed by our forefathers in this country with a purpose. I cannot blame mass shootings on guns. If I put my gun on the desk and I look at it and stare at it all day and night long, it will not shoot around without a finger being placed on the trigger. The blame goes to the shooter. The blame goes to the psychopath that can kill innocent people without thinking twice. The blame goes to those social networks that have made superstars out of some of these people by giving them a platform and a stage to perform from. The media tells us that there is not so much mental illness with these mass shooters, really. But who did the study? Nobody did the study. Quite frankly, we need our FBI back, back into statistical gathering, something that they did so well during Hoover's age. We need those numbers, that data, that information, that behavioral science to know why are these shooters here now? Are they on any type of psychotropic medication? If so, what is it, and what are the side effects? There's more than just the gun. There's our society. There's gaming that has violence in it too. There's music that is vulgar telling kids how to do things and how to act by taking and killing. It has to do with the fact that we have removed God from our schools. It has to do with the fact that some families don't have a father figure or a mother figure or any parent figure. It has to do because we stop having supper together as a family. And it has to do because we have closed the sacred book of Scripture that the Lord provided us in the Bible, and we've put it on the shelf probably for a lot of people not to open again. Our society and our world has created this situation. It's just not the gun. As always, it has been my honor and my pleasure to be your host on Raider Cop Nation. Continue to pray for yourself because without you in the game, we have nothing. Continue to pray for your family, for your community, for the agency that serves you, and most importantly, for the United States of America. This is Alpha Mike. I'm out. And guide her through the night with a light from above, from the mountains. To the prairies, to the oceans, white with foam. 22.